Bruv, your hair's looking shiny, Kevin. Yeah, I know. Um, Have you been, like, taking care of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you look like royalty. <laughs> you should move to LA, Kevin. And uh, No, I'm uh, good. I'm good here, bro. I'm, marry at Hollywood Star. I've got Burger King. It's calm. That's all the royalty I need. Does India That's have a royalty? No, we have... To my recollection, there might be some like old princes in like Rajasthan or somewhere there, but not as well known as say your Queen Elizabeth, um, old good old Bess, if you will. But it's, her nickname is Liz. Same old thing. I'm not worried. It's like she's gonna is she gonna come to my yard and tell a man it's Liz? Nah, she ain't, bro. Do you know what I've always thought about when it comes to the royal family? Like, yeah, does the Queen like poo? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, does she does she have from time to time like diarrhea? Does she need to go to the toilet? Like, how does that work? Being the Queen of England, yeah. Do you reckon she farts, bro? Of uh, course she farts. Course, I think come on. She, I think if Queen Elizabeth farted, it'd be a constitutional crisis. <laughs> I feel like she even farts in a posh way, and oh, I, be, I bet I bet they smell of like swans. I bet Queen Elizabeth's fart is like ew. <laughs> no, but like, where does she go to? Where does she shop, bro? She so, has a sh- she has a place. It's called Waitrose. Bro, the they does not rock up to Waitrose, bro. No, no, no <laughs> but Waitrose wait, Waitrose supply everything for her because they're part of the Crown Estate. You know when she bangs yeah. like a drive through KFC? Does she do it on her horse, bro? bro what imagine horse? her going? Imagine her going to Burger King and she's like, "I'm the Queen, bro." <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many questions. Honestly, I'd love to just one day just follow her around just on a normal day. I think everything is done for her. So I was watching mm-hmm. The Crown the other day. Yeah. And I... Reliable source, reliable source. Reliable source, of course. Like I was just watching and noticing the way they were doing things. There's a guy that stands in front of Prince Philip with an ashtray and he can put out his cigarette on, like, he would just stand, walk around with an ashtray, G. It's mad. And that's like a legit thing. It's not even a joke. That's like legit. There's a royal ashtray. <laughs> so imagine that's your job on your LinkedIn. I'm delighted to announce I've been the royal ashtray. Lord Marlborough, would you like to sit with a Prince Philip? Are <laughs> Marlborough's by royal appointment? Ross, mess at appointment. The Queen's going to listen to this. She's going to deport you, bro. <laughs> Is Marlborough by royal appointment? My start speaking Portsmouth. <laughs> no, no, no. That was hieroglyphics. <laughs> I always struggle to understand like how and why people are so in love with, with the Queen of England, if I'm honest. Like, I'm just going to put this out there. I actually don't know the English national anthem. I don't know it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know it. But then I, I, all I do know is it, what, as the whole thing is basically God save our gracious queen. Yeah. Right, and it, so so the nationalism of English people, at least, is 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 the Queen. You know, she is the embodiment of everything that makes English people and British people proud to be English and British. And so that now I sort of do understand. I can't lie, um, but I, what I will never understand is that even a single penny of of you know m- my taxes goes to like fixing a toilet seat or some shit. Like I don't, I don't. That for me is unjustifiable. I'm really sorry. Yeah, but bro, the re- um, and this comes as my thing. I don't really care for the monarchy as long as it turns a profit. And right now she does turn a profit. 
they basically it basically is an agreement between the royalty and parliament that parliament takes a massive share of the crown's estate in terms of like, the resources that they obtain but in return the queen and the family onwards just keeps their privilege and status okay i i mean i take your point kevin also just a little interesting fact by the way every piece of land in the uk mm. uh is owned primarily by the queen and if you own a freehold, which means you own the land of a property, right? Say you buy it for a million pounds. If you have no heir to you, which means no family member, uh, no next of kin, nothing. And that land can't be passed down after you die. It goes immediately to the queen. That's nuts. Isn't that mad? The queen owns every bit of land and she gives you privileges over that land in the form of a freehold and a leasehold. And bruv, she does nothing. She's the biggest scrounger of them all. Well, it's interesting you say that because you're saying that she brings a profit, okay? Um, yeah. But I agree with Albion and I, I do find it very difficult as a concept that my hard-earned cash that I've like earned, mm-hmm. even a penny of it goes to maintain the pomp and the glamour and the age-old strange institution that is the monarchy. Okay, the way I see the monarchy is this. They are just another rich family that inherit all their wealth. There's, there's hundreds of them. There's, there's thousands of them. Realistically, there's thousands of them. The strange thing about the monarchy is that, A, they claim that they are there by divine right. Do you know how mad that is as a concept? That they have a divine right to rule. I find that problematic. Two, the amount of taxpayers' money that go to maintaining the queen is difficult considering that she has so much like self-generated wealth in terms mm. of land and rent and from various things and loads of other sources of income i find the ma- the amount we give to the queen quite quite steep um and i also find our obsession with them a bit weird i don't really find them particularly interesting like they don't do mad stuff they're not kanye west and one day they want to you know jump and become president of the united states and one day they're you know i, I mean i just want to rap career and you know all of this uh, they're not interesting i agree with what you're saying yusuf yeah they are just another rich family but the, the, the thing is with with all these other rich families is that you know they make their wealth themselves and and you know people's taxes don't go don't go to go don't go to these people you know by default you know they still have to sell a service a product or whatever they're doing they have to invest and they need to work hard for the income that they make as you're saying the whole basis of the the the, the crowns if you will the monarchies um income is 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 that they have some sort of divine privilege you know god a god-given privilege for them for them being in the position that they are and so i'll listen to that argument for a split second and say yeah okay fair enough maybe you do have this divine privilege but then i think of like prince andrew and what happened you know last year with with jeffrey epstein and all that silly stuff that he got up to and i think well you know you lived this privileged lifestyle uh because supposedly you know in your words you have this divine privilege at least and it's like you know you you abuse it and all all I can say is this, right? I'm not ethnically British, okay? So I I just don't have that 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 you know infatuation with the royal family. I don't I don't have that love for them to sort of justify any sort of concessions that the general public make, you know, to them, whether it's financial or you know anything else. But I can understand, and I have time for people like who who who's let's say grandparents fought in the wars and you know these people went to war for king and country for example and that's what that's what they fought for and that's what that's what they died for many of them and i have time for people who have that so you know it's not something that keeps me awake at night for sure but like it's 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 an opinion that i have 
But one thing I do find really interesting, and I've found this really interesting recently, is, you know, Prince Harry and, uh, and, and Meghan and their sort of, you know, deviation from what was expected from them by their by you know their royal heritage and and sort of their their behaviors it's it's been uh, it's been interesting to see that unfold and almost like a a modernization of the royal family you know uh, into the 21st century it's it's been quite quite yeah quite a thing i'm just going to throw it out there and just say that i actually find them quite annoying <laughs> why for a few reasons okay first of all i just find it annoying that they've moved to la like it's just a boring place. Like, why would you out of all the places? Why would you want to go to LA, bro? Bro, they lived. They lived in in, in the UK. <laughs> yeah, but bro, like LA is like like every, everything's made of plastic, including the people. <laughs> uh, um, you got n- nothing going on other than like like yoga classes and like spin classes, and everyone drinks kale, bro. <laughs> it's just it, I just LA sounds like the deadest place on the earth. My second issue is that if you Megan. Because I'm assuming she had a big part to play in like them breaking away. Because Harry has been a member of the royal family for a very long time, and he's never alluded to one true, to leave. True. As soon as he's married Meghan Markle, he there's this kind of change of viewpoint that he wants to leave the royal family. So one can assume from that is that she had a big part to play in it, and the way she was treated, etc. Yeah. But but my query is that if if Meghan Markle wanted to reform this age old ancient institution of royalty. Surely she should adopt the Brexit model, which is you should remain in order to stay in a reformed European Union, in this case, a reformed royal family. Why would you leave and then not have any impact on it? I don't think it was about that at all, to be honest, Yusuf. I think she just really liked Harry. Meghan, you know, fell in love with with Prince Harry. You know, I would say not not because he was royalty, but, you know, in spite of his his, his royalty. And I think what, what happened was, you know, she she found someone that that she loved as a person but didn't quite buy into the let's say institution or you know or the family that he was a part of and everything that entailed and yeah i think i think it's something that was i would say was premeditated i think it's something that they probably discussed even before they got married and you know fair enough to them you know everybody should choose to live their lives how they wish i think in the same way that i'll like you know museums are a really good place to go into and 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 you know learn about something and history and they're nice like you know landmarks i think that's that's as far as any influence any royalist should have they be they should be someone cool to go and take a picture with but nothing nothing more than that i would say the amount of let's say editorial harassment that she had from the media here was a, a level that I've never seen before. Like even it even astounded me in terms of like a political aspect because, bro, they were trying to bring back her dad, who she hadn't seen in yeah. bare long, into the situation because yeah. apparently he wasn't invited to the wedding. And it was like, I know your, I know you guys are blood sucking corporate, um, profit driven machines, devoid of all humanity, but that is on another level. Anyone that claims that the way that Meghan Markle was treated with the media wasn't tinged in racism, I think, is deluded. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, guaranteed. 100%. If you compare the treatment between Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton in the media, side-by-side analysis of like similar events, similar things they were wearing, the treatment is just completely and utterly unfair. The only justification is that either her skin colour or her class, because she's not actually necessarily from the upper echelons of... American society, she's like 
a new generation actress that's made a bit of money in Hollywood or not even in Hollywood in like net, uh, TV shows, etc. So it's it's classist and it's racist. And it just shows a lot about the institutions that we hold dear in our country. And it, and it opens up a big conversation, I think. When you're trying to criticize someone who's entering the royal family as a means to almost, you know, inflate the value of the royal family itself sort of saying that the royal family is bigger than this you know she doesn't belong there because the royal family is of a certain it's immediately justified regardless of what you're saying regardless of what it's being um fueled by you know what your criticisms are fueled by whether it's as you said yusuf you know Meghan markle's um societal background or if it's her ethnic background or whatever it was because it was something because these criticisms were all in a way trying to again as i said inflate the value of of the royal family it was it was absolutely fine and no one had anything to say about it and i i just find that really disgusting that you know just because you come from a certain family like i i put myself in in prince harry's position like you know how, how he must have felt that he he brought you know he he like all of us is, is is human he he's acknowledged that and he's behaving like a normal human being like there's nothing wrong with someone moving for example from one place to another to not aligning with their family values it's just because he's prince harry that you know it becomes an issue and he 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 fell in love with someone brought brought them into to the the fold of of his of his family his background everything and you know to, for that for that person to then be subject to what Meghan markle was subject to I, I can only imagine what how how that made him feel and i think that's probably uh the discontent that he had with that is something that may have, you know, in, inspired him and, and Megan to, to make the decision that they did, which was to, you know, move, move to Los Angeles and, and leave it all behind. What, what confuses me is fine. You've got a beef. You've got beef with the media. Fair enough. <clears throat> Understandable too. And you've probably got a lot of, I'd say a significant pop, uh, proportion of, of the population who would support you and say, yeah, what the media is doing is wrong. Why don't you just use the assets of the royal estate or the wealth that Harry has to, I don't know, throw some, not some legal injunctions, but rather throw some, uh, Yusuf, you'll probably know the term better than me, but basically use the law on your side to stop some of that stuff. So I was reading uh, Alistair Campbell's diaries, who was is someone that I just think is one of the most fascinating people in British politics. And he said something very interesting about the day that Tony Blair stopped being prime minister. So he was obviously Tony Blair's press secretary. Mm. And he said the day that Tony Blair stopped being prime minister, it was remarkable how little anyone cared what he had to say. Like it switches. And the reason why that happens is because they no longer have the machinery of that position behind them. Does that make sense? So, for example, when you're the prime minister, you have the entire British institution like Whitehall and the civil service and etc at your disposal to do what you want the moment you're not prime minister you're a civilian in the similar regard when you leave the royal family you become a civilian and you no longer have the machinery behind you to make effect no one listens to you as much if you denote and get rid of your titles so on your point, Kevin, and you, about saying, you know, use their wealth and stuff, it's not necessarily just about money. It's about the social prestige and the presence you have in society. Like, bruv, if I was a royal, I would use the fact that I was a royal to get people in a room, to get leaders in a room. No one will come to you if you're just random, some random guy. But if you're the prince of so-and-so, people want to listen to you, even if you have nothing yeah. interesting to say. 
So that's my issue. That's what I was saying when about the whole like Megan, you know, and Harry kind of reforming the royal family from within. Brother, I would just just stay in it, just stay in it, and and try and reform it. I think the royal family, as it exists at the moment, is is beyond reform, and I think that's what Harry understood. Um, and I think that his whole agenda with the decision that he made was to actually le- lose the title. I think the whole point for him was to just to leave that all behind. And I think the first step was him meeting Meghan Markle and 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 getting to know her and understanding that you know in his capacity as the 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 prince of of this you know of the of this united kingdom he would never be able to you know embrace the relationship as much as he wanted to and so he decided you know I, i'm going to leave it all behind i want to marry you and, and leave it all behind i'm going to move as far away as possible and 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 that'll do for me i was just going to say there is absolutely nothing normal about the way that harry is living right now <laughs> okay let me tell you something for free if you want if you want if harry wanted to go live a normal life bruv he would have uh, gone to the job center claimed universal credit lived in a council house in kentish town mm. and then shopped to iceland <laughs> you don't move to la and then live in a 99 room mansion with a private sauna and a private swim pool and someone that rubs your toes when you want to <laughs> and then no. and like and then you know that's just not normal so no. when when it's people like oh he wants a normal life bruv they ain't nothing yeah normal. yeah yeah no fair enough like no no it, of, of course it's not normal but it's relative to what he had before like he just doesn't have the added what he would Bro. have seen the added issues of being a royalist like he can just sort of be harry and yeah fair enough like he has all this wealth that's true and, and uh, by normal i meant relative to what he was living before do you understand how mad that is I would if I was Archie and my dad Harry and Meghan told me that they left the royal family because they wanted peace and quiet for myself. I'd be mad. I'd be so insane. I'd be like, "So you're telling me <laughs> you left the biggest bank account <laughs> in the world <laughs> for some peace and quiet?" <laughs> 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 that's the snippet yes 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 kevin all your children will regardless of the a levels or regardless of whatever they do in life they will get guaranteed places at university guaranteed places to work where you want to work in the army do you want to work in financial service do you want to work in the crown estate one of the biggest asset portfolio areas in the world you can think of if on top of that if you want to be a little bit crooked there's a tax haven the queen uses it herself so the point is i do not see from a rational perspective that if you want peace and quiet you need to leave the royal family because they can afford to give you peace and quiet it's just called you doing nothing so realistically for me it seems as if it's just a pr stunt to do something more because because again as yusuf rightly put it if you want peace and quiet and you want a normal life, bro, just say that you don't want anything and leave. You don't want the money. You don't want the fame. You don't want the clothes. All you need is you and your missus and that's it. But because I again... I Markle to shop at Iceland, bro. Bro, I want, bro. I want Archie to say my mum shops at bro, Iceland. Bro, I want Megan to... I want Megan to hoover her own floor. But obviously yeah. it can't happen to you. Listen, well, I mean, we're, like, here, we're, here, we're here talking about the royal family of the UK, yeah? All I'm saying is I want the Albanian royal family back. It's pissing me off, yeah? Let me tell you something. Our, our king was called King Zogo. Do you know what that means? That means King Bird. He was a bird. I swear he was a bird. Listen, his name was li- literally King Ahmed Zogo. King Ahmed the Bird. 
Yeah. Chat shit get banged. And do you know the funniest thing was as well? <laughs> when we had our Maharajas before the British came, we owned we had like twenty percent of of world global GDP, and then wow. we financed it as the British stole it from us. Uh, around about I think four point five trillion. It was a lot, or it was more like it was, it was basically a lot. So the point is, it's um. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting that every country that used to be a monarchy that now isn't always wants a monarchy back. So, for example, Iraq is now a republic, used to be a monarchy. Many people want the monarchy back. Even oh. if Iran, yep. who used to be, it was a monarchy. I'd say um, Ru- Russia. Russia basically Russia, needs it. Uh, countries that now republics, always yearning back to their time of monarchy. And I think there's, there's a lot to say about that. Those countries that want their monarchy back, they want their monarchy back to replace the sort of the the corrupt democratic system, or you know, by their own admission, the corrupt democratic system that exists there. You know, the, the difference in the United Kingdom is that you know, thankfully, our our democracy is is pretty well run. I mean, you, you know, we all have our opinions of what what we think of this government and, and previous governments and whatever. But you know, the way we sort of run democracy is is pretty good, I, I'd say. And and you know, nobody wishes. I think. What people want, and I think this is what I was trying to say in the beginning, the Queen is is is, and and the royal family generally is literally the symbol of of the, their patriotism. It's it's what they'll you know they'll say my grandfather died for this monarchy, and then my 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 great grandfather died for king and country, and that's what people used to you know jump over the trenches for for king and country, and they used to you know charge at the enemy, and you know that 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 makes a lot more sense to me, and I don't I don't think you know I I, I completely see what you're saying, but I don't think it's a, it's a parallel, and I think look the Queen's cute, man. You know she's yeah. nice. She's never she's never caused me any issues, and I don't I don't have like a personal issue against her. But bro, bro, the the queen ruled over my country. I have yeah. a slight issue. I have yeah, a tiny. Listen, issue. your name is Kevin Augustine, and you're brown. The queen has something to do with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Hey guys, it's Albion from the Deep It Podcast Trio. I hope you guys enjoyed that last episode on Prince Harry and Princess Meghan, if it's appropriate to even call them that still, um, and their exit from the British royal family. As always, we really want to know what you guys thought of our discussions. Uh, We're trying to engage as much as we can with our listeners because we want to make this podcast as tailored and as interesting to our audience as possible. There's many ways to engage. Follow us on the Instagram at dpit.podcast, where we've been very active recently. We carry out questions, interactive um, posts, etc. Make sure to give that a a look. If you want to email us, dpitpodcast at gmail.com with two T's at the end. Uh, We're very responsive and uh, yeah, we'd love, we'd really love to hear your thoughts. Uh, For now, have a fantastic rest of your day, rest of your evening, wherever you are. And we look forward to seeing you at the next episode.